Zeal for your house consumes me. That's a line from the Old Testament, from the book of Psalms, Psalm number 69 to be exact, which is applied to Jesus in today's Gospel text from John 2. The apostles see Jesus kicking the money changers out of the temple. By the way, this is gentle Jesus. People think Jesus was loving, compassionate, kind, and he was to perfection. But he was more than that. There were times when the Lord was firm. He was firm when he needed to be. And this was one instance. The apostles witnessed this. And this particular line from the Bible immediately pops into their minds. And that's right, it should have. Because this line expressed Jesus Christ's attitude perfectly. As the eternal Son of the eternal Father, our blessed Lord had a deep reverence for the sacred. And to a Jew of the first century living in Palestine, there was nothing more sacred than that temple. Now I should mention at this point that these money changers were, for the most part, performing a necessary service according to Jewish law. I won't go into that, but trust me, they were. The problem is, in the process, they were also getting filthy rich by overcharging their Jewish brothers and sisters. As Jesus said in Matthew's account of this same event, they were turning the sacred temple into a den of thieves. According to the Bible, as I just mentioned, the apostles did not verbalize this verse from Psalm 69. They simply thought of it. But you know what, my brothers and sisters? Jesus Christ could easily have said these words. Because, as I said, they expressed perfectly the deepest sentiment of his heart. And had he said this verse verbally, you can be sure that there would have been a big exclamation point at the end of the sentence. Zeal for your house, Heavenly Father, consumes me. Which brings us to what I would call the question of the day. For me, would it also be an exclamation point, or rather, would it be a question mark? Jesus had a deep reverence for the sacred, so his attitude was, zeal for your house consumes me, exclamation point. Unfortunately today, a lot of people lack reverence for the sacred, and so their attitude is, zeal for your house consumes me? Question mark. Reverence for the sacred is so important. And you know where it begins, my brothers and sisters? It does not begin here in church. It begins out there in the world. It begins with how we look at and how we treat other people throughout the week. Do we affirm, for example, the dignity of every single human person from the moment of conception until the moment of natural death, including our enemies, including the people who don't like us? 
Every human being, remember, is created in the image and likeness of Almighty God. See, there's the connection. Whatever you do to the least of my brothers, you do to me. Now, this fundamental respect for others, which is a sign of our reverence for God, is obviously also made manifest here on these sacred grounds. Starting, again, not here in this building. You know where it starts? Out there in the parking lot. Ah, yes. The wonderful parking lots. Are you courteous to your brothers and sisters out there? I'm sure you're tempted not to be. That's not what I'm asking. <laughs> There's a lot of temptation not to be charitable in this and many other parking lots. And are you especially courteous to those who are, shall we say, more mature in years? <laughs> Let me tell you about something very nice that a number of our younger parishioners do, and they've told me about this. They've come up to me and said, Father Ray, you know, we get here early. We could park in this upper lot, but out of deference to those who are older and those who are not well, we purposely park in the lower lot and walk up the hill. Those people who do that have reverence not only for their brothers and sisters in Christ, whether they realize it or not, they are also expressing by that action reverence for Almighty God. Whatever you do for the least of my brothers and sisters, you do for me. And by the way, speaking of the parking lot, when you're out there, do you park where you're supposed to park? In obedience to your pastor. <laughs> mm -hmm. Because if you don't, then please understand, you lack proper reverence for the Almighty. Why, you say? Very simply because you are disobeying the fourth commandment of the Decalogue that we just heard in our first reading. You know, biblically speaking, honor your father and mother doesn't simply mean be nice to mommy and daddy and obey them, although it does mean that, young people, please don't get me wrong. But that commandment on a deeper level means Honor all those who exercise God's authority over you in your life, including your pastor. You see, reverence is not just about folding our hands and looking holy for an hour in church on Sunday. It literally encompasses everything that we do, including, of course, what we do during and in preparation for Holy Mass. Think, for example about how you normally dress for Sunday liturgy. Whether we're aware of it or not, the fact is our attire reflects, at least to some extent, our level of reverence. There's a connection here. Now, one footnote in this regard. I know that there are some people in our congregation who can only get to one particular Mass on the weekend. And if they're going to be on time for that particular liturgy, they have to come directly from work. They don't have time to go home and clean up and dress up as they would like to. I understand that. That's an exception. There are exceptions. But the rest of us don't have that excuse. Now, I'm not saying we have to come in a tux or in an evening gown to Sunday Mass. 
But I am saying that out of reverence for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords who is present here with us at liturgy, we should make every effort to be clean and well-groomed and to dress neatly and respectfully and, dare I say it, modestly. I was looking something up in the catechism earlier this week. It had nothing to do with this homily. And I came across this line. I did not know this was in the catechism so explicitly. But it is. Listen to these words. Paragraph 1387. Bodily demeanor, gestures, clothing, ought to convey the respect, solemnity, and joy of the moment when Christ becomes our guest. And speaking of gestures and actions, here is something that I have been dying to say for a long time. And I never have, not from the pulpit anyway. It might come as a huge surprise to some of you. I hope it doesn't, but it just might. Did you realize, did you know, were you aware of the fact that chewing gum is not an official part of the Catholic Mass. <laughs> I mention that because I think a growing number of people think it is, especially at weddings and at funerals, although not exclusively in those settings. You know, here's a confession. When I was little, I had a bad habit of chewing gum with my mouth open, you know, and making a lot of noise. And my mother would look at me so often and she would say, the gum-chewing boy and the cud-chewing cow. <laughs> the difference is the intelligent look on the face of the cow. <laughs> Love you too, Mom. Uh, she had a great way of making her point. So. Let's be clear about it from this moment on. Chewing gum at Mass is a big no-no. It is not a proper sign of reverence for Jesus Christ who comes to us during the sacred liturgy in word and in sacrament. Neither, by the way, is text messaging. <laughs> so if you are someone who does it, stop it. By the way, let me tell you a little secret. Richie and the people up in the choir can see you when you do it. <laughs> and they tell me. See, Father Ray has spies everywhere. And speaking of the sacrament, the blessed sacrament, proper reverence dictates that we should genuflect toward the tabernacle where the blessed sacrament is reserved when we come into church and before we go into our pew or we can bow if we're physically unable to genuflect. It also dictates, and this is something that many people forget, proper reverence also dictates that we should genuflect to the tabernacle, or to Jesus present in the tabernacle, whenever we pass in front of it. For example, on our way to the restroom, even for something that mundane. And of course, proper reverence should also be made before we receive Jesus in the Eucharistic Communion time. The preferred sign of reverence being the head bow as specified by our bishops a few years ago. And obviously, 
or maybe not so obviously. Reverence for Jesus Christ means that we should acknowledge him and speak to him after we receive him in the Holy Eucharist. That is why leaving Mass early without a good reason is also a big no-no. It is a gross sign of disrespect. A gross sign of disrespect. This is why I get so upset at this. On par with chewing gum and text messaging. In fact, it's probably a lot worse than chewing gum and text messaging, as bad as those things are. Zeal for your house consumes me. It's my simple prayer today at this Mass that if we have put a question mark at the end of that sentence in the past, we will learn to put a big exclamation point there in the future, like Jesus. Dear Lord, help us always to be reverent in your Father's house and outside of your Father's house in imitation of you. Amen.